Hey, welcome to The Doctor Is In. I am Dr. Michael Hartley, a non-medical type of doctor. I operate on business, and I want to thank you personally for investing your time today with us on the topic of founders. Enjoy. The purpose of this entire series is going to be focused in on founders, founders of businesses, entrepreneurs, investors, what it means, the struggles, the empathy, the passion, the things that must be done to become successful and the difference between the 85% that are not successful and the 15% that are. And to kick us off, we're going to, you know, I've, I've, I've heard every argument that there is around why it's important to have a vision versus does the vision even matter? Is it just about getting out there and doing the work or is hustling every day the stupidest thing you could possibly do? You know, work smarter, not harder. I've heard all of it. And the thing that we come back to is the fact that as a founder of a business, you are going to go through things that you have not been prepared to go through. You're going to go through things that you've never experienced before and that no one's ever taught you how to compromise with or how to work through in yourself. Because when I say the word compromise, for a lot of people, that brings up a negative thought. I'm not going to compromise because of this or because of that. And here's the thing. If words cause emotion, which oftentimes they do, we must be able to understand how to do something with it. And as a founder... The reason why vision and purpose is so important is because you're going to go through something called the emotional cycles of change. Look it up. There's a whole bunch of science behind it. There's essentially four basic parts. And when you go through these emotional cycles of change, when you hit the third one, when you hit what's called the valley of despair, your vision and your purpose are what's going to help you push through to become more successful and to actually get to where you are getting your business where you desire for it to be versus the 85% that just pretend like it doesn't matter. And then they hit the, and then they hit the, they hit the wall and then they just go, I'm just going to push harder and push harder. And eventually it's going to break. Well, at some point you give out at some point, the mental state that you are in, you start to question everything. Well, was this the right decision? Should I just go get a job? It'd be a whole lot easier if I was just getting a paycheck. All of those kind of thoughts start to go through your head. And so to prepare you for the third piece of emotional cycles of change, which is the value of despair, we first have to understand what it is. And then your vision and your purpose is there to help you push through, to to pull you through more likely, because your vision and your purpose are there to pull you towards where you desire to be versus running away from something else. Most human beings are more driven by what they run away from versus what they're running towards. And yet, when we have a clear vision of where we want to go, for those of you who are founders and wanting to get to a status or a place of wealth or a place of freedom in your day where you get to choose what you do when you do it, these core principles are extremely important to work on yourself because If you don't have the strongest mindset in the room, chances are you're going to fail. 
And that's not you know, a word that we throw around lightly. It's just a fact. And so the first piece of emotional cycles of change is uninformed optimism. This is where you go, oh, that's interesting. I think I could do that. Oh, I could open up this business or I think I could start this thing online or I could start that side hustle, whatever that is. And it's, it's this uninformed optimism. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Well, I see them do it. That means I could, I could probably do that. Let's do this thing. Then we get to stage two, which is informed pessimism. This is where you go. You're now you're, you know, both feet in. You're like, oh man, this is, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. There's way too much to learn to be successful at this, man. I, I, I'm going to take a couple steps back. That's where the first step of individuals fall off and they just go back and they get a job because getting a job is easier. And so you go from this place of, ah, I could totally that. That's not, that's super exciting. I can't wait to start this thing to, oh, well, this is, this is a little bit harder than I thought. Then we get to value despair. And this is where the, the line is drawn in the sand between those that will be successful and those that won't. Because at the valley of despair, you get to the point where it's like, I can't do this. I am unable to do this successfully. And so I'm just going to stop versus those that go, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this. I have a vision. I have a purpose. I know why I'm going to go do this. And so I'm just going to go do it. And I'm going to keep tweaking, testing and measuring things until I find the formula that works for me and for my business that I want to create or that I'm in the process of creating. And so for those that are able to push through the valley of despair, that those mindset challenges that go, I can't do this. Why did I get into this in the first place? I can't believe I poured so much of my time, energy, effort, money, stress, all of that into this. I'm just, I'm forget it. I'm not, I'm not willing to work past it. This is where that line in the sand is. And for those that have that vision, that purpose, that, that greater calling to why you do what you do. That is where you're able to go, all right, it's not about pushing through the wall. It's about my purpose and my vision pulling me towards where I desire to be, which gets you to the few and far between that become successful. They get to informed optimism. This is where success really starts to kick in. And so... As a founder, you have to become a master at getting past the valley of despair because that will happen over and over and over again. And so why do we get past it to be successful? What's the purpose to be successful? Well, that's where your vision and, and purpose really start to kick in. So what is your vision? What are your beliefs? What your, You see, what we believe and who you are is in your identity oftentimes is built by the environment that we surround ourselves in. So when you think about this, the environment that you are in right now, who around you pushes you towards where you want to be versus who around you is okay with the status quo and just going on oh, now and just get a job. It's way easier. Oh, you know, my mentor put it this way. He goes, when you start sharing your dreams, your vision, with those around you, it's the easiest way to weed out the morons in your life because the morons in your life will say, you can't accomplish that. Why would you ever start that? You know how hard this is going to be for you? Remove those individuals today. Surround yourself with people who are going to go, heck yeah, let's do this. How can I help? What do you need to be able to be consistent at that? And it starts with your environment. Then it gets into your belief system, your values, your identity, your beliefs 
must be aligned with your values and your values must be aligned with your vision, your purpose. Your beliefs are a statement of your values. Your beliefs must be precise and practical because if they're not, this wishy-washy mindset is just going to flounder when you hit the hard times. It's going to be evident the fact that you aren't standing in a solid foundation when the winds start to hit. Your beliefs are a key component of your strategy on how to move forward. So incorporate your belief system into your vision. And if we adopt the Disney School of Logic here, your vision should be a 100-year goal in 10 words or less. Think big, massive, huge dreams, huge vision. A 100-year goal in 10 words or less, something that you will most likely never see come to fruition, the person you sell your business to might. The person you hand your business down to might. You most likely won't. Dream big, vision big. And when you do that, you want to recenter yourself every single day on allowing it to pull you towards it versus you having to run away. I don't want to be broke. I don't want this. I don't want that. No, forget that. You want to be successful as a business owner? You're going to start focusing on where you're heading. I drive a Tesla and it's, I'm fortunate enough to have this vehicle that has something called autopilot. Well, if I get into the car and I don't put something into the GPS and I just expect it to get me to some destination point, it has no idea what to do. As soon as I plug that destination point in that address and I put autopilot on and I'm driving, guess what it's going to do? It's driving me to the destination. And along the way, we may hit construction zones. We may run into places that have accidents. We may run into rush hour traffic, congestion. And what will it do? It will be constantly searching for alternate routes, alternate paths to get us efficiently to the destination. And that is what your vision is there to do. Your vision is there. Guess what? You will hit construction zones in your business. You will hit accidents and make mistakes. And that is okay. In fact, I have one rule, which is it's not a mistake until the second time you do it. The first time, just learn from it. It's not a mistake until the second time that you do it. And you're going to run into these things. And it's okay as long as you learn from them. And when you have that vision, when you have that destination point in place, it allows you to reroute. It allows you to go, okay, I'm still, I'm still going to go get to the same place. I'm just going to take a different path than I may have thought I was going to take to get there. When you really start to vision, truly, it breaks your mindset out of the current constraints you're in. And I encourage you to do this with other individuals that will help push you a little bit because oftentimes we just think within the confines that we have. First time I went to one of my mentor's homes and I saw it, I had never been in a home that was as big as his is. I had never seen wealth at that level. And as soon as I saw it, it opened up my mind to go, man, I am dreaming way too big. No, quite the opposite. I'm dreaming way too small. I've never, and, and, and candidly, if you have people around you that say you're dreaming way too big, guess what? Remove those from people from your life. There's no such thing as dreaming too big. They are your dreams. It is your vision. Whatever that is, it is yours. So dream big. We only have one life to live anyways. So why would we want to play the game small? 
The other benefits of visioning, it provides you with uh, opportunities to avoid the stutter effect of planning in the future. Because if you have that clear vision, then again, the, the path to get you there, there's a couple different paths to get you there, but you won't have to second guess the process. You see, it helps you identify the direction and purpose for why you're doing what you're doing. And then, as a founder, your job becomes to inspire and enroll. Your job is to inspire and enroll customers or clients. Your job is to inspire and enroll team in the future. Your job becomes inspire and enroll. Inspire and help join. Inspire and help subscribe. Inspire and help professionally help somebody make a purchase. That becomes you and your team's responsibility driving you towards that long-term vision. So as a founder, understand that these things are going to happen. Understand that they are normal. And as much as you think that your path may be unique, guess what? I hate to break it to you, but it's not. There are nuances that will be very unique to you. And your purpose and your vision will be very unique to you. The crap you go through between now and that destination point... A lot of it is not unique to you. So that's why you want to learn from those that have come before you. You want to have systems in place. And, and, and if, if you have never focused on this one word that I'm about to give you, I want you to write it in massive letters, put it in places that you can see all the time, because this is the one thing that will be the difference between you owning a job and you owning a business. And that one word is leverage. Businesses that do not have leverage, it is not a business that is owned. It is a job that is owned by an individual. And if you want to own a job, great. Live that all day, every day. That is yours. If you want to own a business and don't own a job, leverage is absolutely key. And we'll talk about that because... Without leverage, you are destined to continually do the same things over and over and over again. So as you dream, as you vision, dream big, think big, tie that back to your values, tie that back to your beliefs. Make sure that it's aligned with the purpose of why you're doing all of it, because that is what's going to help you get past some of these times ahead. I am Dr. Michael Hartley. I'm here to elevate your business, enhance your lifestyle. And thanks again for investing some time with us today. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you check us out online. We put way more content out there for you as founders. Bye for now.